Welcome to Forever Exile, the Path of Exile podcast. I am Justin, aka Tags. And I am Tyler, Wrecker of Days. Episode 85 of Forever Exile. Who'd have thought we'd have got to 85? It's a neat one because that's 15 away from 100. It is. That's neat. Yep. It's like the less popular version of quarters. 15s. Yeah, 15. Nobody likes 15. It's almost like six. Almost. Two coins. You don't want two coins. Horrible. No way. Quarter or little. Mm -hmm. That's right. (laughs) And it's like the fives are jagged and not round. Thank you guys so much for joining us for 85 episodes so far. And for our patrons, that's like, I can't do math. 130 something episodes. You guys are awesome. If you're curious what our Patreon is, you can find information down below. But the biggest thing is you get access to After Dark, which is our podcast after this podcast, where we talk more stuff. And this week, we're talking Private League. Yeah, we're going to figure it all out tonight. Yep. Our Private League is coming. The Forever XL Private League. If you're curious about it, it will be announced shortly and we'll figure out all our crap in the episode after this. That's right. So if you have any suggestions or desires, make sure you Too message late. us. But then <laughs> that's right. <laughs> then remember that after all that effort of typing it in and all your hopes and dreams will have already decided. That's true. Uh, so hopefully we'll have it out relatively quickly. Maybe even by the time people are listening to this. I don't know. This comes out Monday. We'll see. Ooh. Anyway, thank you guys for uh, supporting the podcast. You guys are awesome. We had a bunch join back up. So thank you to all of you guys. How was your week, Ty? I had a good week, man. You want to go first? No, you go first. This is my favorite part of the podcast. I know everybody else loves it. Listen, this is for some people who don't get it. This is our chance to catch up. Tyler and I don't get to hang out too much during the week, even less so this week. That's right. uh, This podcast started for us to talk and catch up with each other. This is like, this is just us hanging out. So yeah, yeah, you're just going to have to really like that part of the podcast. Uh, My wife is absolutely in love with the show Hamilton. Have you seen the musical? Yep. Came out last year. Mm-hmm. Okay, so she's in love. Well, the with musical it. came out a it. long time ago, but sure, yeah, sure, it sure. came but out the, on Disney. Yeah. Well, the modern version that I'm referring to came out in 2020, so last year. The, the Disney version of it, but it was a musical for a long time, and the cast that's in the movie was has been doing. Hamilton's been performed on Broadway for a number of years now. Okay, so she's been a huge fan of it. For forever and ever and ever and has listened to it tons the appropriate songs that can be heard by a young family she has blaring all the time the kids know it all they're rapping away like the Skyler yep. sisters Ethan knows it word to word yep totally so anyway I, I love musicals I'm the kind of I always have music going in my head I'm humming and hawing never good at it but I love it and uh but for some reason the the story never interested me like no offense to half our listeners but like history of another country i'm we're from canada history from another country interests me but not a lot you know what i mean so it's not going to be the driving point of my motivation and i've seen a ton of musicals so i wasn't in a hurry to see it and i absolutely loved it we watched it on wednesday night oh it was so good but like it it was perfect their facial expressions they're just everything about every single action their facial expressions how they did everything even like the people, I and I don't know the proper terms, even though I was in this kind of stuff a long time ago, the people that are in charge of moving the stage and like all the mechanics behind it. That and stage is sure crazy too. Perfect. The giant oh, circle. It was, it was. And they did it so perfectly and everything was intertwined. The story was perfectly laid out and categorized like a perfect puzzle. And dude, the king. He's oh, so funny. Goodness. It was, oh, he just makes you laugh. And did you know he does Kristoff's voice? 
yep. and Sven and Frozen. So I thought that was pretty cool. They were supposed to come to Vancouver and oh, yeah. COVID shut it down. And so now I think there's still plan for them to come in 2022, I think. But yeah, they were supposed to be coming to Vancouver. Ethan was freaking out, wanted tickets. We looked yeah. into it. They were wickedly expensive. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Like it insanely insane. expensive. So it was really cool. And then I ended up obviously really liking the story. I like any history. It actually is and good, yeah. So yeah, it's it's pretty neat because they're our neighbors, right? So that history is a little bit more pre- prevalent to us. And so uh, it was neat. And then funny enough, so we were talking last episode about the COVID restrictions for our area lightening up a little bit. Yay. And I, re- I remember for spring break, they relaxed the COVID restrictions for spring break, kind of like the numbers weren't any better, but it was almost like they felt bad for us. So they tried to come up with a way of like, okay, we'll meet you halfway. And then our numbers exploded in a negative way after spring break. And so this time around, we just had a May long weekend for a lot of families. It was a four day weekend here and they didn't relax. This is a long weekend for for the USA. So just in case we forget, happy this long weekend. Memorial Day maybe? Memorial Day. That's right. I screwed that up last episode. Yes. Happy Memorial Day or weekend. And or as the English say, weekend. So anyway, they didn't relax them for this long weekend. Long weekend for us. Yep. But the day after, oh, I couldn't believe how lenient the restrictions are. I feel like we're almost back to normal. It's crazy. Have you seen the chart that they put out that breaks down BC's plan back? Oh, it made me. It gave me shivers. I, by basically by September, they're aiming for the sake of school that things are going to be back to normal. Uh, they're yeah. hoping as long as people are new normal right. a new normal but yeah totally so i can't uh, wait. amazing and we're allowed it's not even bubble related now just you don't have to just hang out with the same people it's just i one could go family. well i mean you have a massive family but i think <laughs> i could go to your house yep with the four of us yep and that's fine you could come to our house and that's fine i can go to my mom's house we have my people coming over tomorrow over. and it is the weirdest feeling and uh, my kids are like off the roof that's yeah Excited. it's so crazy so it's neat like now you're still technically not allowed touching and stuff but except for oh, we lick. like very so it's fine. <laughs> except for like very special unique circumstances like grandparents they said but outside of that still do your best to keep distance but you can actually do up to 10 people 11 people gatherings inside which is awesome so my in-laws are coming over they live in the okanagan and so that's about three and three-ish hours away from us four hours whatever it is and so they're driving down they were coming anyway. They're going to stay at a hotel all appropriately. They just had some appointments they needed to get to. And uh, the restrictions changed as they were on their way over. So That's we were exciting. able to have, yeah, because it's hit them really hard. And so it was really cool to have a lot more of a relaxed visit with them. And then they got to visit their other grandkids and be, so it was perfect timing for that. So I was really happy. And uh, hopefully if you live in Justin's in my neck of the woods, don't be an idiot. So we can have life back to normal in September. Well, even today, I think the numbers were down to like 300 new cases, which is really good in comparison to what number. Yeah. Yes. And I know people right now who are not first responders and that type of stuff that are starting to get called back for their second shots already. Yeah, so they lowered I'm it down really to two months. I'm really excited to get the, well, so it's only supposed to be th- a three, three weeks, but they told everybody, you know, obviously three they want to give people a much longer wait. Uh, but yes, I, I am, I'm so excited. When I saw the chart, I was like, oh, restaurants are opening back up and we can start. I mean, it's going to be recommended masks in July. I actually don't really care. As long as in July, the inter-province travel is allowed. That's all I care about. Cause <laughs> yeah, I'm cause going I'm away the financi- end of July. Yeah, I'm I financially committed. <laughs> that's yeah, right. I'm going, I don't care. 
Anyway, yeah, big big Shawing from the province of BC. That was awesome. Oh man, mm-hmm. I missed that show. Hey, Wayne's World. Oh, so good. And uh, we played. We didn't even talk about this, and we were floored that we forgot to talk about. Yeah, we it. didn't remember till after dark. Right. Uh, we played Battle for Middle Earth too. Uh, mm-hmm. Our absolute favorite real-time strategy game. We Justin and I have done way back in the day before like internet was even a thing. We would take our computer, we'd land party. We our sleepovers would be super nerds hauling our desktops over. <laughs> My poor dad, like we're hauling our desktops over. They can't even use. I didn't even cross my mind that they couldn't use the computer while I was gone. Setting them up in my basement. That's right. And we would play like a four-way that would like Age of Empires, Age, Age of Empires, Empires. Two, mm-hmm. Battle for Middle Earth, Battle for Middle Earth Two. And I remember like this is EA making an RTS here, like a legit one, not like their normal money grabbing stuff. And I remember in the very first one, like the elves, if they were near trees, they would go invisible and, you know, because they were hiding and stealthy. And that blew my mind at that time for RTSs. And the second one was so good. And so anyway, they lost the license forever ago, right? The I mean, they only had the what, like a five year, six year license for that part of how, man, they do crazy licensing uh, Tolkien Enterprises. It's weird how they do it. So anyway, they weren't allowed to touch the game anymore. And Justin found a way for us to play, but not just play, but play online and legitimately. So super well. excited. Ah, <laughs> oh, dang. You told me it was. You told it's fine, me. It's you, fine. You swindler. So anyway, we've been playing a few times and so oh good. my goodness. Well, actually, we were playing the Angmar expansion and we hated it. Yeah, so, the Rise of the Witch King. <laughs> that's right. But we're, we'll they go back to the original. To it was annoying. I remember. So I remember that it was a very big change. But anyway, so much. Fun. We had a blast Monday night, and it was awesome to get back on the RTS train. It's been forever. I and I sent you a link to Age of Empires four, and I don't know if you noticed in the trailer for it, but they had that same effect of when your guys are in trees, they're actually going to be somewhat stealth to enemies that may be walking by. That's so cool. Yeah, it's so cool. Just as long as Age of Empires 4 has the city. Well, yeah, like the reward system yeah. for doing well with a faction or nationality. It, like, I loved how Battle for Middle Earth 2 had a recognition system for how efficient you were with that team, but it didn't benefit you in game. I loved how Age of Empires 3 actually rewarded you for either how often or how well you were, how successful you were. You want to know why it's a struggle, though, it. for them to do that? The reason it's a struggle is because, in it, it, and we love it. Age of Empires three, so much fun. When we, and you have to also keep in mind when Tyler and I play any of these games, we are not playing with other people online. We're not playing against human beings. We're oh, playing goodness, against. We hate the people. nah people that like send their stuff early and get it annoying. We're not into that. <laughs> but Age of Empires three is actually very much beneficial. The more you've played a city, the more you've played a a civ, and that is actually not what most game developers try to do because they don't want something where because you've played it longer, you have a bigger benefit if you play against somebody who's newer. And Age of Empires 3 is that. But we don't mind that because if I want to play the Ottomans, you can go and jump into somebody oh, you new. You love those cannons, up. man. Oh, give me those cannons those all cannons, day. cannons, yeah. But it and didn't matter because we were banks. playing together. You protect my banks. You and your freaking banks. It didn't matter because we played together, right? So it's kind of hard, though, to I'm curious with Age of Empires 4, if they go the same route and go, yeah, we understand that the more you play, you're going to get a benefit. And we're okay with that because a lot of companies won't do that. Yeah, I hope they do. I hope they do. It's kind of like PoE. The more you play, the better you get. I'm fine with that. 
So how was your week? You, did My you week have was a week? really good. Uh, it was just work. I worked almost all week, which was fantastic, even into most of the evenings. I okay. wanted to give a quick shout out to a lot of very cool people. We had, a, you know, just a, a little bit of a douche message us during last episode. Right. And uh, it happened live while we were recording. And so we talked about it, especially on the, you know, just the side of being nice to people. But I did mention, I think at the end of the episode that you can message us on our website. There's a place for you to leave even voice messages that we will hear. And we've had people leave some pretty cool messages, even Yoji leaving his standard uh, YouTube video start. Uh, I can't, I'm not even gonna try and do it because I'll, uh, it'll be offensive. But uh, we had a lot of people reach out on there. And I just want to thank you guys for, you know, saying hi and telling us that you're enjoying the podcast and that Tyler is, uh, you know, he's an okay guy. But, but I still also, need hair plugs. Nope. Nobody said that. Aww. They said that you were just straight up sexy. It didn't even matter. Aww. I don't think that well, was the word they used, seen, but they haven't seen my male belly. My wife was making fun of me. I was, I was running to get the garbage cans out. Not you running. can't run. It was, no, I can't <laughs> actually, I cannot at all. It's really bad for me. <laughs> the guy that, uh, I went to go see for my neck said, I'm not allowed to anymore. Not like I ever did. And, uh, but it was like garbage day or whatever today. What was it? Garbage and compost anyway i'm like it's cold outside and i went in my bare feet so i'm like skipping down the driveway and uh, my wife looked at me and pointed and yep my, my boobs were going <laughs> there's no hiding those anymore that's awesome anyway sorry go ahead people are fantastic and thank you so much for making sure just just yeah, being nice. really encouraging really appreciate it somebody also reached out to me and this is dangerous but reached out and said hey if you're ever interested, I run a lot of uh, private servers. And if you want one for, if you want to set one up for space engineers, uh, message oh. me. I was like, <sighs> did you do it? No, no, I'm scared to say yes. I'm, oh. I'm not, because I, I still want to play Path of Exile. And if all of a sudden I'm playing space, here's the other thing. Space engineers is really fun. But if I had to play against people that could just start shooting me, I would get angry real quick. Ask for a private, private server. It's <laughs> <laughs> just a private where i'm the admin so i can be like slash killed Tyler. <laughs> i'm not playing have fun uh anyway so yeah it was good i am still trying to sort my lawn out with regards to whatever happened with this seed that was spread not impressed about it let it go man hey, you know what ty here's what here's the problem and this is a little blasphemous to say this but if i don't sort it and it doesn't get fixed properly i'm going to put fake grass down and put the like super green turf that you can get done that's like <laughs> but children still water and dog it friendly. so nobody knows you treat it once a year but i don't want to so i'm hoping i can sort this out but that's my next step that's my final step but that's how angry i am so you set up an in-ground irrigation system yep yep just in time to potentially <laughs> replace it all <laughs> oh man I, i'm sure it's not going to happen but it's got me it's got me a little uh irritated why don't you just use the alfalfa sprouts for your salad? No, I want crisp green lawn. That's what I want. Grow your lawn lawn. Maybe grow your lawn longer. How long do you like it? Uh, inch and a half, two inches. What I'm aiming for. Oh, it's pretty long. Good roots. So anyway, that was my week. My week was work and that's it. And I, nice people. Yep. So nice. Hey, I also have, I, I'm going to just update you because I know you care. I've been feeling great still. I'm down 23 pounds. What? Yep. Wow. That's like yeah, a pound a year. Good for you. Yeah. So that's like, I think that's the last two and a half months, two and a half, three months now that I've been on this for 
Wow. It's been good. Yeah. Starting to feel better, getting way better sleep, feeling healthier, feeling more upbeat. Okay. Still have some things I got to sort out, but uh, yeah, I did the I did the blood thing. I'm going back again next week for a different thing that we're going to be playing around with and trying out. I'm looking into something called prolotherapy, and it's specifically for my lower back because I have degenerative disc disease in my lowest two or three vertebrae. But they inject, they do an injection into the spine, and it creates scar tissue around the site to try and help your body heal and to just make it so that you don't deal with the pain. So I'm going to go see him about that too. Wow. All the things until they can replace my back with an Android. Would you go for an Android? A hundred percent. Because then you're looking into like the whole Deus Ex thing, right? You I, remember? I, I love, I love the, in the politics in the Deus Ex video game. I love what they took from, what was it, graphic novel? I think it was. And anyway, like just the whole concept. It's almost like, what was that? Uh, Repo Man, where it's like that whole argument of like how much of you can you replace before you're not human anymore or like the whole idea of like not running man but that was a sweet arnold schwarzenegger show um what's the harrison ford android show do androids jeep dream of robot sheep what's that what's it called uh, i have no idea old it's old it's old but it's uh where's the book? Well, cool story but i anyway, would take like you would, <laughs> I would actually take a, a robot back oh my god in a heartbeat i would replace my entire spine with metal or something i'm looking if i could yeah i wouldn't even think twice i I already talked to my guy about it they do it in some places in europe you can't get it done in canada but there are some places in europe where they will do replacement spines blade runner you're not gonna that's what i would do blade runner it that's all about like you know i don't even know what you're talking about humans or not sounds cool no i would take it in a heartbeat watch the show wow okay cool wouldn't even think twice. If I could do it in Canada, I would do it tomorrow. Just for a back or for everything? For my back. What if you could like get new lungs, just run forever? No, I'm, the rest of me is healthy. I have issues with the back. That's why I would do it. I wouldn't do it just for fun. Could you replace your face, please? Who would do that? No one would want that. <laughs> Come on now. Come on now. Uh, all right, let's get into uh, PUE. How was your PUE week this week? I don't know if it's... Because I had like I basically had an unintentional break in three thirteen. The performance on both of my platforms were was so bad that I literally couldn't play. So I don't know if it was because of that unintentional like basically two three month break uh, for three thirteen, but or maybe it's maybe it's because uh, the console performance now that I got an Xbox Series X. Maybe it's because the game just performs so much better. But I'm like itching to play Poe when I get twenty minutes. I'm like, could, could I get a map in? I know I couldn't do Zana, but could I could I get a map? Like, I'm really just itching to play. And uh, our buddy Chris that we have, he's he's into the game. He's liking it, but, you know, he has a normal schedule. So we've played, I think we only played maybe a month ago, but we played again this week. Great. Had such a good time. We uh, finished Act 2, on to Act 3 a little bit, got into the sewers and then had to take off. But it's it's fun. It's 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 a lot of fun to to play with someone new, obviously with a friend, yeah, because you enjoy each other's company. But it's it's neat to see like, hey, can you do this? Hey, can you do that? And because he listens to the podcast, even though he's not a POE guy, he's like going through his equipment, and I'm waiting for him to finish his stuff up. And he's like, hey, is there uh, any way to like identify everything all at once? And I'm like, don't even get Ugh. me started. But then he he only <laughs> said totally it because purpose. he remembers. Totally, I yep. don't know how someone who doesn't know POE 
remembers these things about poe anyway so it was kind oh, of it's funny specifically about... because he knows it'll drive you crazy right That's yeah yeah but uh, he perfect. does it in such a good way that i don't sure. remember and so anyway but i actually uh, i flip-flop back and forth on how to play well like what to play with them because i don't want to do all the damage but i don't want to like overprotect them so he doesn't learn about gear so but i decided i've made an aura champion and uh it is i'm really excited for it it's gonna do lots of taunting it's gonna have crazy aura efficiency and it works really well because you can add the because of the new arrogance gem i think it's arrogance the one that reserves life you know so you could do like vitality clarity precision and it doesn't take up too much of your life and uh, so it's nice because then you could do like a non-unique specific aura bot and it works out quite well and it's going to use molten shell. It's going to be, hopefully, idea. the idea is that it's really tanky, about 350% armor from the tree and lots of life and all the aura stuff. So it's nice. I'm, I'm hoping it's going to work out really well. But, I mean, work, what, a quarter of the way through Act 3? So give us a while. But it'll be good. What's he playing? Be good. I forget what he started. Remember when we made it so that him, Ryan, and our wives had to play and beat, who was it? Um brutus they had to beat brutus to get yeah. on after dark with us that one time so i forget what he started with but he found out pretty quick that you get mauled in this game you just get well, like he also was auto attacking everything sure yeah they didn't they didn't know but you know you get swarmed very quickly in this game he normally likes to play a tank but he said he learned very quickly that you need to keep your distance if you have a shot when you're trying to figure things out so i made him a caustic arrow trickster and so he's on the way and caustic arrows a lot of fun to to deal with and you mm -hmm. don't have to like worry about lots of different mechanics in the game so so yeah but i got to play some pc and console this week and you know i'm gonna get into a lot of this once what are we in right now 314 i'm gonna get into this a lot more once 315 starts but i'm in love with the concept of blind playthroughs now which is a total 180 for me for any, like for all the years I've played. This is the first league I've done it and I loved it. And and I'm loving the concept of the vanilla PoE. Like just like, so not planning ahead, not using the tools, just like, okay, you want to start a new build today, just okay, let's see. And I'm like, oh, I haven't done a trapper in forever. Then just start going. Okay, yeah, so that, that that's all blind. Why though? Why did that change? What changed for you? Because you were so anal about it before. We'd have to take days to start new characters. Yeah. Uh, I think the idea... It was the start of this league for you. It was, the, it was. And I think it just takes a lot of the stress out when you don't have to min-max. And when you have the attitude that you don't have to min-max, but you're still having fun, you're still killing, you're still living. It kind of... I guess it reminded me this league, but it's a reminder every time you play. Like, okay, well, what can I do? What can I change? And I like then seeing, okay, well, how many regrets am I getting? Okay, well, those are actually pretty valuable because I keep changing my mind now. Like, I'm not, I'm going to be really hesitant to put points into my ascendancy if I'm still wavering. Might wait, even though I've unlocked it for a little bit. You know, oh man, these scourings, you know, like for this weapon that I keep swip, sw you know, switching back and forth. Do I want to use axes? Do I want to use staffs? Do I want to, or staves? I don't know. Do you say staffs or staves? I, I would say it's staves because I feel like I would, I sound smarter, but it's a weird word. So anyway, like, I don't know. I like that idea. And then I feel like I'm learning more about the game when I go through and I'm like, wait, where does this gem unlock? Wait, what does that do again? So it was kind of neat. I was going to bring this up later. But for example, I learned I was going through and I was playing 
one of my builds and I was still kind of going with the blind mentality. And I'm like, cruelty support, that's new. What does that do? And the description's typical POE. It says you gain cruelty when you do this. Cruelty lasts for this long, and you, but you have no idea what cruelty does. But I hit alt and it described cruelty. Now, I don't know how long that's been in there because that was one thing you loved about Last Epoch and you were complaining about. So hopefully for our sake, it, wasn't, it hasn't been in there since, you know, 3.0. But it was awesome to hold alt, read what cruelty is and not like whine or complain or worry about if the wiki's up to date or see what POB had to say. So, so I really had to go ahead. Well, so cruelty that obviously just came in this league. So it's new to this league, but they have started with some things starting to show on alt but it's not all like even some uniques that oh, grant really? certain things but if it's you not hold down alt, eh? no it's not everything no oh interesting well i'm excited for it hit to or miss through. man yep yeah, sometimes but, you get hey, lucky if they're starting they're starting so that's great so anyway i've been really enjoying that build that i started blindly this league was kind of like a minion champion i was thinking of going with herald of purity and summon phantasm support so I was going to call it surprise party because none of those minions are there when you first walk into the scene and you're facing all these enemies. It's just you. But then all of a sudden you start attacking and all of a sudden you have this massive horde behind you. Um, but I did, I've been really liking the build a lot and I did multiple in-game changes on PC to try it out. But because we always play in your world per se, I didn't really have the maps to truly test it out. I still only had yellow and white. So I did a lot of testing on PC to see, you know, all the different yeah, just a whole bunch of different stuff. Did I want Leech? Did I want to buff Fortify? Did I want to put all my damage into minion nodes, you know, and then using, what's that, spiritual aid? You know, that kind of stuff. Playing around with a whole bunch of different things. Bleed, no bleed. But because I didn't have the maps on PC, I respect a champ on console. And I think that champ was around 87. And then so then I went and started to fly through stuff. And I don't actually do armor builds, so I don't save gear with armor mods on them. So, And this is an armor-based build, so I didn't really get the true satisfaction of seeing what its survivability was like. But I had a lot of time on, well, not a lot, a lot for me, maybe six hours of PoE this week on both platforms, and I had a really, really good time doing it. Uh, there was some, of course, because I didn't have the proper gear for it. Um, there was some content I couldn't do, like those freaking Beyond bosses. Oh my goodness, just some of them, like you get slowed and then all of a sudden it's like, whack, 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 with this fire lightning bolt and you're dead. And it's like, what was I supposed to do? I couldn't even move. But like, so I was using, I'm thinking of respecting my Righteous Fire Elementalist back into a Chieftain. Uh, yeah, I think it's been three leagues as an Elementalist. It used to be a Chieftain, moved it to an Elementalist for three leagues. And now I think I'm going back to Chieftain. and. Uh, so I'm still testing that one out as well, but I'm pretty sure about it, and I don't not really making any tweaks. But I'd use that one to save the day in maps, so I wouldn't you know miss out on the content if my uh, champion wasn't wasn't working with it and uh, kept passing the test with flying colors. So it was a great week. I had a lot of fun. Didn't mean to talk about it so long, but played champion, played the chieftain, but keeping it minions and righteous fire. Ah oh, man, just if I could have a zombie righteous fire curse heavy character that did lots of damage and had great survivability, <laughs> I'd be dancing. I'd be dancing. Did you play at all? I did a map. I did one map just for fun, just to see if I was like thrown off by last week's really good performance. And it was still great. Awesome. I, I, it was fine. Test approved. Yep. So far, so good. I, I will get more into it. I mean, I'm going to play the private league, obviously, so I'm just relaxing a little bit. I haven't had a ton of time to play much, so I watched people play while I was working this week. 
So that kind of counts for something. I just I don't want to get into a new character right as we're getting closer to a private league. And I'm a little bit done with the slam. I'm not sure what I'm going to do yet for private league, but I, I need something different. I need something that's not so much a rotational build like that. I just found that that oh, was getting keys. a little bit annoying. Yeah, sure. Like going, OK, this cry hit twice, cry once, hit once, then vow, then, you know, repeat the cycle. Want me to make you a one button build? I know a guy. No, I don't like one button builds. If I if I was to ever do, I did it one time. I played around with the idea of a no button build where I just I it was all that. yeah, it and was it was Firestorm. So it was so much fun. No, I don't think it was Firestorm. Yeah, your chest made fi- it was like a nonstop Firestorm. Well, I used you the rat's stand nest there. or the uh, not rat's nest. Sorry, the what was the what's the name of that chest? Crap, I can't remember what it's called. But I remember. I, yeah, it was fun. It, that was the first time I ever tried playing something where you could just and that, and that was going back where like Minotaur was the big, you know, Minotaur and Shaper that was endgame. And he was always the test for me was can I sustain the Minotaur fight? But no, I, I don't I don't tend to like one button builds, but I also don't like I can make it four seven button, button builds. I don't think you could. Sure, I could. No, I don't think uh, you, you could. just you get rid of cast and damage taken on every single one of my builds <laughs> yeah, and you've got a four button build and you have four extra gem slots just wait till you have the new linking system in path of exile with cast and damage taken just don't <laughs> and it just oh. be all cast and damage taken oh, i can't even handle it i need a moment to myself you have a six link for skills and damage no 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 <laughs> yeah you got it wrong that's five things per that you could have on Captain Damage Taken. <laughs> you need a flame wall. You need a frost wall. You need, yeah, no way. Oh my God. You have literally the ugliest screen ever. Uh, anyway, I did watch a lot of people play, but this, I didn't, I didn't play myself a whole lot. So That's let's a get into crap. this. You didn't week, watch though. anybody. I watched you for a little bit. <laughs> we saw your brother broadcasting Minecraft. Oh, we watched my brother. Yeah my, yeah. my, my younger brother started. I don't know why, but streaming and he was playing Minecraft. So we went and, and hung out. a great time. It's yeah, a Discord. Justin's posting yep. in Discord. So make sure you give him for our Discord. For I put it in the community you creators. Care. You'll have to scroll up. But I did post to to go and follow him because I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, because <laughs> he is not he's not a personable streamer type, but he was getting right he in there talking great. with somebody. I thought yeah. he was doing awesome. You're a you're just being a brother. He but was you great. were you were what you were uh, playing Xbox for a bit when I turned it on once. I was like, no. I can't do this. The health, the health is in the wrong spot. The, <laughs> the, HUD the inventory is, is in the opposite sides. I just don't like it. I wonder why they changed where things are located because it doesn't matter. Yeah, there's got to be a reason. Oh, yeah, I'm sure there is. I just wonder what it is because probably the, the class... console players are just slower. And so then they don't have to look. <laughs> I don't hey, actually know. They have part <laughs> oh, of a flask down, system. I was that just you're, relax. They have part of a flask system that you want, the smart flask system. You're just you're proving my point that they're making it because those people are slower. I'm fine with that. I'm okay being slow. <laughs> I'm okay too, actually. Slow. But the do you know what the smart flask thing is? Yeah. I don't actually like that though. I don't want that. I don't want them no, to be like No, I would like the macro thing you're talking not macro thing, but it'd be nice to be able to say, okay, button one actually uses these three flasks, yeah. button two mm-hmm. uses these. I think that'd be awesome. And I'd oh my goodness, flask would be so much better on console for that too. But right now the smart flask thing is just if you want health, use any of my health. And I, I don't like that. No, I do. Because yeah. I you I like using well, I, it's the same as me. I'm like one and four on the PC. Five is my escape. Four is, I don't know. Okay, then it's just four, one and five. But anyway, whatever. 
I want them to give me the ability to control, give me a mini macro to make for my flask. I think it'd be so cool. Yeah. But whatever. All right, let's get into this week in PoE because there's there's lots of stuff to talk about. Yeah, huge. Fan art again, always good. People do crazy stuff. Uh, yeah, if you watch on our YouTube, we usually uh, put some of them on there just for fun to be in the background. Yeah, some faves. Would you, if you were good, I feel like if I was ever good at art, it would be a bad thing. Why? I don't know that I would not do it. And then I wouldn't have time to work. Like some of these drawings and these things, there's no way you're doing it quickly. I just, I, I would be scared that it's if I was- It's cutting into their POE time or their studying time. Or, or, or yeah, anything else. Or this one art teacher out there is like, wow, there's a lot of really depressing people because they're all in the same class, yeah, right? all writing yeah. all this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. especially if it's all PoE stuff, they're like, "What is wrong with this person?" Octopus legs and blood tits. What's Why are going there like on? evil devil with multiple horns? And oh my god, is that a red X face? Easy on the boobs. Well, I like the fact that somebody drew Rise surfing. Yeah, that's kind of funny. Hey, putting <laughs> the community cr- community creator in there. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. That was fun. We had a bunch of MTX. Yeah, did, I, did you care about any of them? Uh, you know what's funny uh, in regards to the MTX? I forgot. So hang on. What ensnaring arrow, a brimstone weapon effect, divine sigil, a necrotic character effect. That one was actually deceiving. They said raise your dead with this new necrotic character effect. So they said it was a character effect, but I'm like raise the dead. Zom what zombies? And I'm like looking around, and I'm nope. like I click the video, and I'm like, where are they? Gotcha. Where the zombie? Yeah, it was just the necrotic character effect, and I'm like I and I look back, and I'm like they they said it right, but I was like. Ah, uh, so I'm never going to get it just because of that. And then uh, there was a Stygian, which I think is a really cool one, the whole theme of it, but the way the conviction got Stygian. But it's funny because those two, uh, Ensnaring Arrow is a skill I totally forgot about. And I love just the concept of slowing enemies. Even in Plants vs. Zombies, I'm always putting out the chill piece. Always. I just love slowing enemies. Temporal Chain is my favorite skill in PoE. So I was like, oh, and I got all excited and I looked up Ensnaring Arrow again. And I mean, it's basically just a secondary skill, but I thought it was awesome. And then I even forgot about Sigil of Power. And then, you know, me with my cast and damage taken brain, I'm like, oh, that's even if it was low level. I mean, obviously you want a high level, but that's that's a skill I always forget about, probably because it's new and it didn't exist before 3.0. And I never considered the skills not great either new, but it still gives you some damage. And if you're not concerned about mana and I mean, I don't who's I mean, if you're using life tap with arrogance. You'd never care about mana per se. Well, maybe it doesn't work like that. I, I didn't actually read if it was co- cost, just like cost of the skill or mana cost, but whatever. Either way, like if you were just able to sustain your skill, no matter your cast speed or its cost, having that, whether it's low level or high level, is a nice buff. So anyway, I got sigil power in my brain now, and that was all thanks to the MTX. Okay, cool. Well, that's it for MTX. Well, there was a there was an announcement from from path of exile regarding to be honest i don't actually know what poecr stands for community run community race path of exile community race it's the speed running season now first off big props to brittle knee because she puts all of this together does a ton of work in the background we we had a chance to talk to her after 81 um we didn't record it because it couldn't we couldn't actually put it out but about some of the stuff that was coming up and some of these cool events and it's really really cool uh, and so again, big props to her. It's a, a lot of work that she puts in behind the scene for this 
to make speed running and the especially this particular thing because this is very much like old school speed or not speed running but races where there were seasons and there were different goals and different things and they've got this whole big thing splitting up over six weeks and they've got different goals and things that people are aiming for and i i think it's really cool but man that why i just wish they would do it or something more involved in it than a post on their forums like hey we're not doing this but somebody else is i just think it's unfortunate I, f- I feel like they're missing out on something because clearly it's something a lot of people like to do they had a lot of success with the uh gdq thing where they did the speed runners uh and and people watched it so it is really cool i'm super happy that they're you know giving the props to her and bringing some attention to it but i read it and i was like oh you guys are just it's not like a passing the buck thing but to me it's a little bit a little bit of it yeah but it is cool i think they I mean, they were, uh, GGG mentioned really getting heavily involved into racing at, not Comic-Con, what's it called? ExileCon. ExileCon, yeah. And I think we, Brittle may have mentioned once or twice that it's just COVID could be the primary reason that that promise per se hasn't come to realization. So whatever talks there are, whatever's going on in the background, post-COVID we'll see how, you know, things come back around, right? It takes, it'll take companies a little bit, like the second COVID's gone per se from the world companies just don't aren't instantly back so once you know money comes back to normal and schedules come back to normal and like your employee numbers come back to normal after a tiny bit of time hopefully we'll see a little bit more of that promise come to realization that they gave us at ExileCon. but like you said in the meantime kudos to brittle and her entire team that's working behind the scenes and i'm glad poe posted it and they made a post just about it which is really cool it's not like you know hey we're having a sale also check out brittle's thing did they announce it though too like because it's we're already into the second week of of her thing so i don't know if they ever announced it when it first started because hopefully they did but uh the one thing i do think is really cool that she does is she tries to focus on the idea of not killing yourself to play the game and to do yeah, the, the races actual health aspect of playing video and games, so this yes. is all focused around that too where there's goals per week and you can kind of refine and you know change up how you're going to do the following week i think that's really cool I hope that they did post it. I know you can still do it, even though it's two weeks in. You can still get involved, which is cool, but hopefully they posted it earlier than that. Wow. Yeah, sure. Now, stats, just stats. I'm going to nerd out on stats. Oh, well, I got, actually, I got some you comments like, for you this. You like some stats. Okay, I love you stats. Go. go. Tell me some stats. Tell me some stats. No, no. I want. Okay, let's go. We'll go we're going to go back and forth on this one, I think. And so this is all their stats around Ultimatum. This is the stats is all around ultimatum. It's about how many ultimatums were run, the things that were given away, what different types of things, you know, what type of uh, types of ultimatums were more run, were less successful. I love stats. Love it. Absolutely love it. The one thing that as I read this, though, that I still think Grinding Gear Games has 197% missed the mark on is the circles. I don't think they get why people don't like the circles the stand in the circle one it's not because they talk about you know it is it's the least run and they it has the highest failure rate well i'm going to tell you that there's a good chance that it has the highest failure rates because people go not nah, f this i'm out i'm not doing a circle one it's not because they're dying more in them they're just getting tired of how stupid it is that's why there's such a big discrepancy and so when i read it and they were like they even call out the fact that there's such a big difference in the stone circles I don't think they understand that it's because it's stupid. It's it's not yeah. a fun in comparison to the other three options that you have. 
where it's just like kill things and I, you can't I, I don't want to beat a dead horse but you can't tell me to stand in a circle in a game where i can't see the ground it's stupid right it's really 100%. really dumb why else do you think that's being a high failure rate and you know i played this game for a long time a lot of people tell me i don't know anything about the game but if you didn't actually tell me that you didn't have to stay in the circle right and it saves your progress, saves your progress. i never would have even tested it the game's not slow enough for me to be like okay now let's see if right so i'm running into a circle and i'm trying to stay there and i think i don't know why i think that maybe there's some sort of thing in the game that's like it that you can't do it but I think that if I leave the circle, I either have to restart it or it starts to digress. I don't know that my basically my circle progress of standing in the circle for a certain time frame is saved. And I could just keep running in circles if I wanted to throughout the entire map like I would for every other type of ultimatum. So I'm sure people have been trying to stand in that circle a long time. And this sure. isn't the game's not in a state where standing still is good for 90% of builds. Like you said, people are going to skip it after they figured that part out. Yeah, so I really, really, I, I want to talk more about the other stats, but this was the one thing where I was like, you guys are just tone deaf. You're just not getting it. That's not well, why. No, I, you shrug your, I know you like to give them credit and, you know, the benefit of the doubt. But in this one, I was like, come on. It's not because more people are failing it because they're dying. It's more people are going, nope. Yeah. Don't want to do it. Maybe. So, no, it's not a maybe. Okay. Well, it's uh, not, to it's me, sure, I die you. lots in those because I was standing still until you told me. I'm sure there's a few other people like me that were dying in them more than others. Uh, but that is also a silly design in a game. Like you got to know the state of your game when you're making content. It's just really funny because if you look at all the other ones, right? Take out stone circles. They're all with, with there's a 2% difference of completions between all of them. Yeah. And some is even less than 2%. And then you take the stone circles and you're talking four to six percent, four to eight percent, and eleven percent. Like that's a big difference where everything else has a very, very tiny window of being close to each other, and that one was way off. So that was my only thing as I read it, where I was like, oh no, no, you're wrong. But let's get into it. What do you think? So another stat that blew my mind because I'm under the impression that these are hard and I'm dying. Not a lot, but more than I want to, to these ultimatums. And if I'm not in a dying mood, I might even skip the ultimatum and just go and continue with normal content. But I was really surprised for people. So this stat for completing an ultimatum, a wave of an ultimatum, is if you've started the wave. So if you've started this wave, waves one to nine have a 90% completion rate. That's insane to me goodness me like a 90 percent. like i got to a point sure where i was doing well but even in like my pre-level 70s like level 1 to 70 i wasn't capable of completing all of those i couldn't do i was bailing halfway through because i'm like no i want those three elks you know what i mean like a, no sure i guess i was completing that one but only wave 10 had a 60 percent completion rate if you started the wave yeah so i thought that was pretty crazy um 64% of trial master encounters weren't started. Here's another part. Okay, so here's another part that to me is also, and maybe they, I, you know what, I should give them some credit in the sense that they're not stupid. And so when I make the comment about the circles, they're probably just not going to post the fact that, yeah, it's maybe not the best mechanic. They probably understand that or they're, or it's part of their thought. Uh, this one, hopefully, that's where is my another shrug one. came from before. This That's is hopefully another one that stands out to them because 
uh, that means maybe your ultimatum's not working. Maybe people aren't that into ultimatum. 64% that you're talking about just the ones that had a trial master at the end. That's not just in general how many weren't started. That's just the ones where there could have been a trial master. 64% of people just went right on by. I think you'd rather have people dying to your boss Mm -hmm. than never seeing it. Yep. Granted, there there are some things in a game like this that you only want elite players, whether you know them or not, is irrelevant. Not talking about popular, but I'm talking about like well-versed, well-rounded, know the game inside and out, know how to make a build. There is some content that only they should be able to reach. And to me, that's okay. But just not RNG based. That's my problem with it. Well, and I don't think it should be any of the temporary bosses. If you're making a league, like I see some core stuff. Yeah, yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. That's that's exactly it. And so when you add the RNG factor to this, you're seeing a lot of people that aren't seeing any of their goals being made. So I don't know. That's that to me. I'm I'm on the same page as you. I don't think it's an optimal design going forward. Hopefully, it doesn't continue RNG bosses. Because they talk about that and they say that uh, on a- the average player in se- level 78 and higher, which is what you need, are fighting the trial master one in 140 times. And 140 they, again, maps. Again, here's where I feel like they're a little bit tone deaf or they're just maybe I don't get it. Some players have said that they feel the trial master is too rare. Our investigations while generating these stats, which show these players are often not playing through to wave 10, failing encounters and not even certain the encounter to begin with. I don't think any of those things are the player's fault. Maybe that you couldn't make it to wave 10, that's different. But uh, I don't think it's fair to think that one in 140, regardless of the other circumstances, that that's what you should be doing for your league boss. It's so silly that one in 140 maps, there is no chance the average player is multiple times playing through 140 maps in a league. I'm not talking about the people that play a huge portion of the time. I get it. But the average person, you know, it's uh, I'm just going to reference back to Badgers League. I didn't bring this up last league, but it was something that popped up to me because I looked through his stuff. I was curious about it. Yeah. And he was he was asking people, what's your timeline to play? And the reason for it is so they could split people up evenly. I didn't even reach the minimum of what they were suggesting for people, which was, I think, one to three hours per day. And then it was and then it was like something it just went up from there. Wow. I, I don't think the average player, though, is playing more than one to three hours per day in Path of Exile. And so 140 maps to to get your chance at one in 140 of seeing this guy, what a right. waste of your big boss. It's 100%. just so silly. And that's 140 maps if you're getting wave 10 every time. That's not like, what if you died once? Oh, shoot, maybe I have to wait 280 more maps. Yeah, because like, 140 that's is crazy. the average. Right. That means some people are much, much, much higher. That's crazy. Weird to me. Yeah. Now, those hopefully constructive criticisms aside, I read while I was reading through that, I saw that rewards are generated. And this is just a tidbit. It's just neat to know. Rewards are generated at the start of a sequence of ultimatums. Mm-hmm. So that that's kind of when it's all decided. It's Do you not, think it would be know, bad for re-roll. them to show that beforehand? I don't think it's an important stat. It's something I find no, no, interesting no. and I like knowing. No, I don't think you're understanding my question. No, I guess for not. them to show you that information before you start the thing so that, you know, if you continue, this is the total. This is what is in one through whatever. And maybe it has. Oh, nine, if maybe you knew your rewards for all 10 waves. 
I think that'd be awesome. I think what you should do, because my concern originally was if they showed you that, people would do what they used to do and just speed run to the ultimatum, check what the rewards will be and decide whether they're going to do it or not and restart a new map. Which again, though, I don't know that I have a problem with that. But let's say after like the fifth wave, you unlock the ability to see the remainder of Ooh, of it the, or something yeah, so i still have like to play the halfway it. point yeah sure. i just think it would be i think if people knew what the potential things were to come it also might make people more likely to risk it if they're like oh man if i can get to nine yeah it is a ultimatum I might get league, something yeah. i don't know i just i feel like maybe you'd have more people pushing further into the ultimatums oh that's a good point i could see pros and cons on both sides but i just i think the uh rng aspect to it all is kind of a, a big hit and miss for me like i'm when something's that rng i don't have the motivation to do it all i have less motivation to do it all so i'm like okay sweet oh wow four chaos i don't want to lose that i so i see the next item and it's three scourings and i'm like okay uh no i'll just take it and go you know i'll find those three scourings later and so I, I'm the type of person where this type of RNG stuff is less motivating to me. I'll find what I like. I'm content with it and I'm moving on. You might change your mind though if you knew what those nine Oh what that's exactly might it, show yeah. up front. Yeah. And it, you know, right. you talk about that they that they mentioned that the rewards are actually generated at the beginning. And then they also talk about the fact that there were 173 mirrors that were generated as rewards and 70 that were received as rewards. But when I read that though, I was like, okay, so 173 were generated, but how, I would have rather known how many of them actually were, that's where you failed. You know what I mean? Like, because that could have been the ninth or 10th and you only got to six. So they never even saw that it was a mere potential. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would have rather known like how many did somebody actually lose? Cause then I would laugh more at it. You know, if I was like, oh my God, 80 people actually saw the saw mirror it. there yeah that's right man that's you awesome. are one pathetic loser <laughs> <laughs> no offense no offense yeah but yeah i i really really do like the stats it's just reading these ones this time i was like oh i don't think you guys are getting a couple of the things well yeah and it's it's nice to hope to have faith that you know that they'll you know maybe they like the rng boss thing i don't know to me the harvest was their rng boss trial maybe they've done it before and i just didn't know or whatever but harvest was their rng boss system and then they changed it to be more static and, and rewarding sort of and was too splinters because right? delve you had to go and find them sure but that's that's everything delve you know what i mean and but once you have it there it's there it's not like okay shoot i failed at it and now i don't know when i'm gonna see it again you can always go back to that one spot and fight them with the exact same mods and they changed the Harvest boss to go from RNG to be something a lot more static. But then the next boss they come out with is RNG again. And then I think even Heist was RNG with how the contracts dropped, right? It, it was definitely more RNG, yeah. Not as bad as this. No. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, my personal opinion, this is a terrible way to do bosses. I agree. I, I want to actually... Maven, I knew what the goal was. I knew how to get to the point of fighting her. I never wanted to because I think the fight's stupid. but. I knew how to do it. Same with Shaper, same with Elder. I knew what to do to get to them. Doing maps and hoping that you get it in 140 is not, that doesn't count as, as a, like a way to do it. That's just, I don't like it. Oh, and on a total side note, but just because you said Maven, uh, GGG, uh, just because your game 
is about a child doesn't mean I want to play a childish game. No, no, like color matching stuff. I just want to, I, I want to play POE. Well, it's not color matching. Not it's her like game. Simon I says. I don't get or whatever. whatever. Yeah, that's not. That's not <laughs> that why that <laughs> I play. Yeah. Oh, that changes everything. My opinion has been changed. I love that they came out with a part two of the Q and A. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, that they did I was that. disappointed with how much whining there was about the first one. You didn't answer my question. You didn't answer was my there? question. Was oh, there? Okay. Oh, well, I, of course there always is, but I'm glad they came out with a second Q&A because there's always going to be awesome questions that are missed out. I still think there's they should put it all so together and make one do. big fact. Yeah. And well, you know what? Yeah. And there were some really good explanations in this one. To me, this one, there was like some real definitive long explanations for how certain mechanics intertwine with each other and where there's some exceptions, but it was explained most of the time in, in a language that I could understand. I had one which was glancing blows. So you do whatever you had, and that's the one I want to talk about is glancing blows. I don't blows. have glancing blows on you. Beautiful. Sure? You won't, okay. Traps and mines being affected by auras is a bug, and it will be fixed at some point. Hasn't it always? I always thought auras impacted your traps and It's mines. been a bug for a long time. Like, we're talking years, right? Mm-hmm. It's okay. been a bug for a very because long time. They were talking about how, like, when you lay your trap, it actually doesn't exist until it's triggered, but then it only exists for like a split second and then it explodes or whatever it is, and then it doesn't exist anymore. And so, auras are technically not supposed to. It's supposed to be one of the exceptions to auras, even though they're still kind of allies, but they're kind of not. So, anyway, it's a bug. That they have set up for a future patch. That's what. The, that's why they use the typical grinding gear games verbiage when they say we'll be fixed at some point. <laughs> that could be within four seconds or three years. You just don't know. <laughs> well, we'll we'll see. We'll see. At, at, at least it's not a big deal. Like you could take advantage of it, but if it doesn't work, that's the way it's supposed to be. What? What do you smile? What's your I just I love smile? I love saying something that's even just slightly against GGG, and you're like, but wait a minute. <laughs> hold up hold, hold up. up just take it easy take it easy they're bad. go ahead i like the i like knowing these things i wish these things were in the game that maybe there was like a reference you know like a, an, a diagram that showed you radius numbers and units and stuff like that so when you're seeing numbers on your screen you could go to the help section and bring up that picture and it would give you a small reference but auras take Oh, no, wait, this isn't. Oh, that was for the next one. But so for the aura radius, someone asked what pride's base radius is. And the response was 40, the same as most other aura skills. Oh, I didn't know that about the other skills either. So that's good to know. I wish that was in the game and I wish there was a reference in the game. So maybe one day. Auras take, now this one I thought was kind of interesting. Auras take up to 250 milliseconds to start affecting a new object. That's, that's like two. Over two seconds? No. 250 milliseconds? It's a quarter of a second. Oh, yeah. Milla. A thousand. Okay. Can you take that out, please? <laughs> <laughs> repeat, 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 yeah, repeat. Yeah. Okay. So that's not a big deal at all. But yeah. still, I thought that was neat that there's actually a time frame where it, it could take up to. I don't know if it's a maximum or if that's part of code, but that's kind of neat, especially if you're doing one of those builds where you have allies, you know, like corpses and stuff like that exploding. And so what else do I have here? Uh, minions cannot currently benefit from triggered skills from equipment like with the uh, necromatic aegis this is a technical limitation that we hope to change in the future so poe2 monsters cannot gain skills from equipment in the way that players do that got me going like 
crazy because if that's something that they can add in PoE 2 where your monster's outside of the horribly descriptive animated guardian, if monsters can gain, well, I guess it, even the AG doesn't gain skills. Yeah, it just gains your stat, the mods, but it doesn't gain skills. But if monsters could gain skills from equipment, oh. Well, it always, to me, it always made sense that they should be able to, but this has always been a thing that people oh, yeah, have asked about new. this, and that's the reason. Well, there's no reason. It's just that they, there's a limitation for them for it. Right. And so I guess my point was is that I'm just, it's neat to hear that it's a, just a technical limitation. It's not something they've chosen to Hope keep out, to something change. they can't. Right. And hopefully they will. So that's pretty neat. My next thing might be big. Why don't you tell me your thing? Well, okay. It was just funny. I just, it, it was talking about glancing blows. People asking if uh, glancing blows with the ritual boots, which grant increased block, but let 20% damage through, like, how does that work? So by default, you take 0% of damage from a blocked hit. If you don't have glancing blows, just by default, if you block the hit, you take zero damage. Glancing blows make it so that you take 65% of that damage. So you're only blocking, you know, 35% of the damage. And the implicit modifier on those uh, boots means you take 20% of the damage of blocked hits. And so they're just saying if you have both, you would take 85% of the damage from blocked hits. So instead, you'd only block 15% of the damage. But I really like the fact that they say for future reference, if it's ever possible to get more than 100% total of this stat, blocked hits will indeed cause more damage than unblocked hits. I'm excited <laughs> to see someone make a build around that if and when it's possible. I just, that made me laugh. The idea <laughs> yeah. that you could actually make it so you take more damage from a blocked hit. I love that made me laugh. Right. Yeah, that'd be great. There's your cast and damage taken build revive, Justin. Have you ever heard of map equity? I read it and I was like, oh, interesting. I didn't know it existed. I just thought it was 100% dice rolling. Every single time a map dropped, the dice rolled for this equation, a dice rolled for that equation, dice rolled for this, and then you got whatever map. And thank goodness they added a favorite system. So I still don't understand the math, but I know my chances are better to get said map. So apparently map equity is a thing. And now I, it's a, actually a very big part of the FAQ. It's at the bottom I, I highly suggest reading it if you haven't read the FAQ yet. So this is for the, um, sorry, the Q&A, not FAQ. This is for the Q&A part two. There's a whole section on map equity. It's at the bottom. It's really, what did I say? No, I'm just saying it's the whole bottom. Oh, okay. Of okay. Yeah. And so, but it's really cool to know. And as Justin said, there's no FAQ. So definitely if that's something that interests you, go and read it you know like this week before all of a sudden that gets pushed down because it's kind of hard to find some of the stuff you're looking for when you're just trying to google search it and you're probably not going to remember the term map equity but it's it's pretty neat because it's talking about the fact that if you haven't had a map drop in a certain amount of time basically every map you do where you haven't had a certain kind of map drop you're building up your chances to get that map to drop like what maybe it's a certain tier of a map so let's say you're doing, I don't know, what was the example, tier 13 maps, and you're not getting a tier 13 map to drop. The more maps you do, the more likely you are to get a tier 13 drop. And then once it drops, then, you know, that kind of counter resets. And it's it was kind of interesting. And so they were talking about some of the different strategies about it, but also it was kind of neat. Maybe that was something they added when people were really complaining about sustaining maps. What was that? Two years ago, when I think it was a really big subject. Maybe that they added that then, but it was kind of neat to know just in their math equations that there's a thing of map equity. The more maps you do, 
Keep in mind that the tier of the map affects the equity, though. Right, of course. So what was the... Do you have that in front of you? What was the amount of equity you needed for a T16 to drop? Well, they don't tell you what the amount you need. They just tell you there's a cap to the to the equi oh, okay. uh, equity, which is uh, 143 million, which is technically the equivalent of running 10 tier 16 maps. A tier 5 map grads 81 equity. My favorite part about reading this, because I did read it, is this is the perfect example of GGG like punching me in the face, making me feel stupid. And they do it a lot. <laughs> like sometimes when you're reading like patch notes or something, you're like, what? What? That this is a great example. You should read it. I think everybody should read it because it does make sense if you read it slow. Yes. Focus a little bit and understand that you're just a little stupid and you're trying to read <laughs> like what yeah. is coming out of a Grinding Gear Games developer's yeah. head, which is like, well, let me tell you. <laughs> but the funny thing is, and the perfect example of where they go with the answer, and I love the answer, and I highly suggest, like we said, everybody read it to actually know the information. But the very first question in the map equity section is, what is map equity? They didn't answer they it anywhere. at all. No. <laughs> no, they gave you stats, I think it was, but they didn't actually say even what map equity is. So you have to figure out what map equity is as they're explaining how map equity works. And so, but anyway, it, it was a really cool read. It was neat to know that it all of a sudden existed. So congratulations to the people that knew about it and were asking about it. And uh, I think there was one more thing that I thought was neat. This is something that I kind of already knew, but throwing it out there anyway. Somebody asked if items, if different items have a different like internal hidden mod or value that affects the odds of six linking. I guess this specific person's just, they've really tried six linking certain items and it just, it just never happened. I imagine it's no. I didn't see that question, but I imagine it's no. No, I think it was actually from a Reddit post, but it okay. sounded Q&A-ish, so I threw it in. So Mark underscore GGG says, uh, no items have different role values when it comes to linking of course you know changing the quality of an item does change that but that's they all have the same values when it comes to six linking so but there is oh sorry the only thing that does impact six linking is of course the item level but that's just based on um that doesn't improve your chances for six linking it's just if you can get up to six sockets so just make sure you're not trying to six link something that's an item level I don't know, that you can't even get six sockets on. <laughs> so anyway, it was a really cool read. Map equity, it, that, that's a thing. Then there were patch notes. There was only one thing in here that I saw, which was increased monster area of effect for private leagues, which was a big fat nope. <laughs> You'll be the rest I didn't happy care about. to know. In my notes, I also said never. Oh, good. Increased monster AoE to me is the last thing I would want. I complain enough about not knowing where damage is. The fact of the, the concept Cyrus is of killing you before you bigger. even come through the portal. <laughs> That's right. Wouldn't that be on? You have like uh, maybe watch it affect those massive circles in the boss arena and you just have to stand in it. So now I got a question for you. Yeah. Maybe I'll ask it in the next Q&A, even though it's not a mechanics question. But what makes this so special? This is 3.14.2. Yep. We made it to 0.2. Mm -hmm. It's not a 0.1 letter. It's a 0.2. Why is this point two? It doesn't make, sound special. It just looks like more fixes. There's nothing big about it. You know, I kind of expected the video card one to be. That was the D. We got the D and now they needed to move on to the two. So what, what's the letter? What's the number? Why? 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 So I want to know. 
Um, what's snapshotting? They fixed some calculation and snapshotting bugs. A snapshotting sounds like a term you would know. Snapshotting is, well, if I know, if I understand it correctly, it's something that happens in the game where it takes information that happens right at that moment. It's used oh, for a lot of different things. I remember them saying though. something like that, where it used to be that RF was, you would only get the damage for Righteous Fire from when you turned it on. But if you had other modifiers that changed it, it wouldn't matter until you like recast it. It's used for a lot of things, but the, my understanding is that's the way that it works. Okay, 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 okay. This is something I wish never existed, but it's a very big thank you now. Map boss clones created by the Maven no longer persist after the boss dies. I don't think I ever experienced that. Thank you. Well, you kill things really fast. So they were probably dead all at the same time. Uh, <laughs> wouldn't this suck? Because legacy maps can't progress any quest lines so i'm curious if they would be able to progress even maven stuff maybe the maven counters i don't know but fixed a bug where vendor recipes for three to one sometimes would give you the legacy variant imagine if you had so many maps that you were doing the vendor recipe and you were just doing it quick and you didn't notice you were getting the legacy would variant. that happen in in the league as well or is this a standard thing well no that's that's, that's that could happen in a normal in the actually league it didn't say if it was league specific huh. but interesting yeah so it did say so anyway they fixed it uh they were talking about foil maps that's something i you know what a foil map is let's just pretend we do and that's we're very happy that they fixed it oh good they needed to be fixed yeah mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. fixed a bug where increased attack speed and cast speed modifiers couldn't be unveiled on quicksilvers and amulets imagine if you were trying to farm for that now i know it's not the same thing as the alteration game but uh, like I was just playing when I was doing all my respecting and stuff. I had a I was playing the you know go through a thousand alterations to try and get a mod game. Imagine if you were doing that same thing and you were farming Syndicate because you really wanted one unveiling mod, especially now that they always roll the tier top tier mod. And imagine so you're going through all this effort. You're doing Syndicate. You're doing Syndicate. You're doing Syndicate. Nothing's showing up. I don't get it. Why isn't it showing up? Imagine if it was bugged and it never would have shown up, no matter how many you did. Oh, oh. Oh, so happy for those people that it's now ready to go. Hopefully not too many people suffered through that one. So I learned something. Actually, it seems like I learned a lot of new things today coming up with notes for the podcast with all those neat things like boiling maps, obviously just, but range and weapon range. I'm not overly well versed with melee weapons, and they did change how melee weapons interacted with enemies in the game, starting with 3.0. I remember their them showing how the old way of a melee attack would work versus the new way they had the cone they were fighting against hillock it was it was really cool information so i'm going through and i'm respecking my so i started this league with you with that surprise minion champion build and i was using bleed uh blade storm and then i would have herald of purity and um what were those things called the phantasms on a different thing there they would uh proc each other or phantasms were linked to herald of purity there it is so anyway but i'm using my own melee skill but i'm like ah, you know what just for fun let's try out dominating blow this builds dps would dramatically increase with nine extra sentinels kicking around so let's just try it i know i can't do it on pc but let's try it i'm using a two-handed weapon for the first time in forever and I'm all of a sudden discovering that this game, because of the 3.0 changes, which I mean, what are we at? 14. So that's three years ago now, <laughs> three and a half years ago. But this game is a little bit 
kind of like, you know, when you're playing Dark Souls, you might love a weapon, but you hate its moveset, right? So you're not going to use it because you don't like the moveset. Or you'll pick a weapon not because of its stats, but 100% because of its moveset, something you can't change. Now with the 3.0 changes that they did so long ago, there's certain skills where you might actually care about the moveset, per se. I'm playing this build with Dominating Blow with the two-handed axe, and it's doing like a 180-degree sweep right in front of me. It's awesome. So I went and I tried this build, and I respect into Dominating Blow, Champion, that kind of thing, down on console, but I didn't have a good five-link kicking around. I only had a staff. Worked well for the color sockets anyway, because that set of links is mostly red and blue. That works well for a staff for easy chromaticing. Is chromaticing a thing? Yeah, we're going to use it. And and I'm like, I'm not hitting anywhere near as much. I started comparing swords versus axes versus staffs versus maces and mauls. They swing totally different. And the AoE, especially if you're thinking about AoE, it's totally different. I The staff, half of it, it's such an angled sweep. It has n- almost no AoE. So all of a sudden I'm thinking like, because I'm trying to POE is obviously really well known for its loot, and anybody that plays the game wants to, it sounds kind of contrary, but you're trying to mitigate and and cut out as much of that loot as possible with your loot filter. With this build that I'm making, any two-handed melee weapon will work. It's not specific. I'm just using minion nodes and then spiritual aid and then, what is it, spiritual command or whatever for the attack speed and attack damage. So I can use any two-handed weapon as long as I have the attributes. and. So I'm like, how do I mitigate that? If I was to actually make this into a build and I wanted to play it and make my own filter for it, I don't want every single two-handed weapon, like the top five of every single two-handed weapon to show up. How do I mitigate this? And all of a sudden I'm like, man, axes have like the biggest natural AOE no matter what you're doing. It's insane. I'd never use a staff for this dominating blow build. Do you block though with the staff? You do get an 18% chance to block. It is only, now I'm not a fan of- 20 with judgment. Yes, that's true. That's true. And so anyway, there's, I mean, there's a tiny bit of that there, but I really, it's the slowest of the two-handed melee attack speeds as well. Like it's 1.15, I think it is. And you can get up to 1.4 with axes and swords, 1.35 with mauls. So if you're going for attack speed, which is important for me with dominating blow, because it's always a chance to proc a sentinel when you're hitting a, a unique item or a unique enemy. So anyway, I got looking into all that stuff and it was really neat to kind of notice and kind of almost put my Dark Souls theory crafting mentality into Path of Exile with like, okay, well, which weapon set, which movement do I like the best? And then I've never even clicked on this page in the wiki, but there's a range page on the wiki. And again, this is some of that kind of information like I was talking about with Ors, where I would love to have this information in game. But there's a a page there, and I hope it's still accurate, where it talks about the default weapon range for item classes. So both kinds of daggers have a weapon range of 10. All one-handed weapons have a weapon, uh, outside of daggers, have a weapon range of 11. And then all two-handed weapons, including fishing rods, have a range that's two greater than that, which is actually pretty substantial because that, to get an extra two, so it's 13 for all the two-handed weapons, uh, And that, you know, like to increase your melee range by two on the tree does take some investment. Like you got to go out of your way and you're not getting as much of what you want in other things. Especially for you, yeah. Depending on where you're playing in the tree, but yeah, you do. Of course. And then bows and wands, your ranged ones, they actually have a weapon range of 120. 
Now, that's just because, you know, that's how far your bow is going to shoot or your kinetic blast, your wand attack. But yeah, so I thought that's it was a new thing and it was kind of neat. And so I was looking at range and seeing what it was like. I want it because I was I was waving my staff around and I'm like, man, that looks like I'm waving a one handed weapon around. Like it looks pretty, pretty piddly. But if I'm to trust the wiki, it's a range of 13, just like the axe. But that movement where dominating blows actually hitting a hunt in a 180 degree arc per se, instead of just, you know, that 25% right in front of me. So it was pretty neat to to learn about and discover. And I thought it was uh, hopefully not boring to share with people. Path of Exile and Dark Souls in one. It was pretty neat. Sorry, I just woke up. What did I miss? <laughs> uh, no, nothing. So anyway, as I was saying... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, I think it's a good spot actually to wrap up episode 85. Wow, it was that boring? No, it was actually really good, but... Oh, awesome! Because I actually did need to go to the bathroom before we start After Dark, but... Oh, it's so good, I didn't even have to... Sweet. Perfect. All right, let's end episode 85 of Forever Exile, the Path of Exile podcast. I am Justin, AK Tags. And I am Tyler, Wrecker of Days. Thank you guys so much for joining us for our 85th episode. For Patreons, we'll catch you guys in After Dark. We're going to chat a little bit about the Private League. Everybody else, we'll catch you in episode 86. If you're looking for more information, you can find it down below. we got a website, foreverexile.com. We're on Twitter, foreverexile82. We have a Discord. If you're not in there, you should be because it's awesome. And all our Patreon and support stuff is listed down below as well. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you in 86. Oh, you know what I should have done? I should have sung my name because I was all like into Hamilton and thinking about the king and how like spitty and crazy he was. Oh my goodness, it was so funny. La da da. Oh yeah, I could, I'll, I'll, I'll sing Record of Days one day. It'll be great. 250 milliseconds to start affecting a new object. That's, that's like two, over two seconds.